Today's show is brought to you by Takamini Guitars. Check them out online at takamini.com. Welcome to this episode of Under the Marquee, coming to you from Nightbird Recording Studios in the underground of the Sunset Marquee Hotel in West Hollywood, California. My name is Chris Cope, and I've been producing an acoustic showcase called Live at Sunset Marquee for the past 10 years. The show features some of the best independent artists from around the country, and we just happen to have one of those here with us today. Marcus Eaton track called Better Way. Marcus, welcome to Under the Marquee Podcast. All right. Thanks for having me, man. This is great. <laughs> You're very welcome. Nice to uh, nice to see you. It's, you uh, too. It's been a while. It has been a while. I was too actually, long. Yeah, I know. Uh, you played live at Sunset Marquee like 40 years ago or something? <laughs> yeah, like 40. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah it, it was, was a so long cool. time ago. It had it to be was. like six or seven years ago. It though, was right? like, You were still yeah. living in San Francisco, right? Because I, I flew you down. I was in Idaho. Oh, that's where Idaho. I'm from. Yeah, so you flew me from Idaho. Oh wow! Uh, really? Yeah, I wasn't in Seattle at the time, so I was in Idaho. But yeah, that was that was a while ago. Oh wow! That was like two thousand and maybe eight or nine, something like that. Yeah, it was it's been a while. Well, no, it would have been no, no it would have been because I started the show in two thousand nine, so it would have been two thousand ten or eleven. But yeah, yeah, yeah. that's um, right, that's right. Uh, and uh, you haven't played since. No, but I really want to. So let's make it. <laughs> You're happen. a busy man. You're a very, very busy man. Yeah, I like that. Trying to be. <laughs> uh, I like that. Now that's one of your older tracks. Uh, yes. Better way. And um, uh, ironically, um, it's got a little bit of a political slant to it. Yeah, so it's it apropos sure does. for today. <laughs> yeah. It sure does. There still is a better way. There is always and, uh, a better yeah, way. Yeah, that's about. You know, the chorus is two versions of the truth lead you as- you you astray. Yes. There's a lot more than two versions now, I think, but, you know. Is there yeah. actually truth, or is there just variations on themes, I feel like, you know, anymore? With any human involved, I'm sure there's probably only subjective truth, you know. But, For sure, yeah. But there is there is truth, yes, yeah. I think. 
I uh, I hate politics, so I don't yeah, want to talk about that. Anymore. Me too. Me too. <laughs> I yeah. um uh I was listening to the uh, the guitar solo towards the end. Yeah. Um, was that Carlos Santana? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah I he thought came so. In. He yeah. just came up to that my was apartment nice and late. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was awesome, though. Thank I mean, you. Uh, Thank you. You are uh, you are. I've always been. I mean, ever since I've known you, been very accomplished on the guitar. Oh, so, but, thanks, man. Uh, you know, it's funny because that one's. That's a more electric track, and I'm sort of known for my acoustic stuff, but I love electric, too. It's just, you know, it goes in and out of my songs. It's yeah, yeah. pretty do eclectic. You, do you um, uh, you write and produce and arrange yeah. uh, all of your music? Yeah, yeah, that recording. I mean, in a way, it's kind of like it's taking on a lot, you know, because you have to know when to hand it over. In fact, with this new one, I finally just found a mixer and handed it over and it felt so good because oh, yeah. he's so good ah, okay. that it was just like I could trust him to actually take it and I you know worked with a friend of mine to mix it and we just got to a point where it, it sounded great but I couldn't name you what wasn't happening with the track you know but you felt like something wasn't it definitely was lacking yeah you know and it was just it, you just get too close to it you know you've recorded it you've mixed it or you know you've laid down the vocals you've laid down the guitars you've done all the work up to that point and then by the time it gets there it's kind of like you just need to go okay what can somebody do with these because they're fresh you know yeah you know it's funny um that's a pretty evolved kind of way of looking at your music mm -hmm. i've never met a musician in my life who said <laughs> yeah. they nailed it yeah <laughs> no i know i know but i i got really really lucky finding this guy that mixed this last album so cool he did an incredible job billy centenaro centenaro an italian name of course oh really and he just oh my god he's so amazing and like, how did you find him I found him through a, a producer here in L.A. named John Alasia. Oh, I know John. You know John? Yeah, over from Village Studios. Oh, yeah. Worked with uh, oh, Dave Matthews yeah. quite a bit. Actually, right. I remember there was a yeah. connection with you and Dave Matthews. Whoever introduced me to you however many moons ago yeah. said something. Did, did you like open for him or play with yeah. him? Or? Well, we had done. I've done a bunch with Tim Reynolds, uh, so yeah, I've opened yeah. for him numbers of i mean throughout the years he's just a pal of mine oh super been cool. on the, so he's amazing he's one of my guitar heroes you know yeah he's not a bad bad guitar no player. no he's <laughs> he's pretty good um so you know i was out with him a lot but then i did um a bunch of side stage stuff at the gorge oh, in yeah. washington with dave matthews like three years in a row but you know it sounds kind of illustrious but it was it was a pretty hard gig actually you know <laughs> which is that's i can tell you more about that if you want to know but it's kind of like you guys are way up on the hill up there. Nobody knows you're there. And it depends on how the seating is. Yeah. So one year they did open seating, which meant that people just ran to their seats and they just stayed there the whole time. They didn't want to leave, you know, because mm. they were down on the floor. And then another year when it was seated, then people could wander around and they could come up and see us play, which was much better you know, uh, yeah. for us anyway. Uh, it so, was better? Yeah, because they could just, they had a reserved seat. So. Oh. They could leave their seat and go back and just, you know. Oh, so they could leave their seat and come see you. Exactly. Oh, as opposed, yeah, okay, as opposed to saying. open seating where yeah. they just have to, like, you know, guard their spot, you know. Yeah. So yeah. that was pretty interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, actually have never been to a show at the Gorge. Oh, I know. man, that know. place is just incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, I've, I've got a few places on my list I still need to hit. But yeah, uh, yeah. I need to travel more. Yes, you do. Yeah. I do too. Well, we you, all do. It, well, you just got back from Italy. Yeah. 
I don't, yeah. I don't think you need to be whining about not traveling. No, anymore. no, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's been a, oh man, that's been so cool over there. No, what, I, so what took you over there? Originally what happened is I have this guitar behind me that you can't see because you're listening, but uh, I have a guitar <laughs> called a McAllister. Yeah. And basically I was playing with David Crosby. I was in his band for like six years and working on an, one album with him called Cross. So he got me a McAllister guitar as a gift. And he surprised me with this guitar. Wow! You know? So that was really special, and it's it's a it's a long story. But he he got this guitar for me. So I went to the guy's house. His name's Roy McAllister, and we just kind of hit it off. We became pals. And he said, "You know, I'm going over to Italy for this thing called the Acoustic Guitar Meeting, and they would love you there. Oh, and wow. you should come with me." And I said, "Well, I'm half Italian. I have to go. You know, I've been <laughs> wanting to go forever. Yeah, and I have family there. I have a couple cousins there." That I have, you know, of course, I hadn't met yet. You know, this was in 2012. Okay. So I went over with him, and this guitar meeting takes place in a castle that was like the vacation home of the Medici family oh, from Florence. Wow. Really? So it's in a town called Sarzana, and it's just like the most beautiful place you've ever seen. And the castle was just like, oh, I, you can't even believe it. I mean, <laughs> I showed up and. I think that Roy kind of sensed that I was having a little anxiety, you know, because I was just like, it was like my first trip overseas, and I was just like, oh, my God, where are we? You know, we <laughs> arrived at night. You don't know what's around you. Yeah, sure. He goes, he goes, why don't you come up and let's see where you're, the castle where you're playing tomorrow. And I go up there, and there's this huge poster with my name on it and everybody's names that are playing and a moat area <laughs> for the castle, and I just was like, oh, my God. Were like, you worried they might throw you in there if you sucked? Well, there was no water, so oh. that's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, if you survived it, you could at least climb yeah. out. <laughs> Probably break some bones, you know. Uh, but anyway, I just I just felt this sense of belonging in Italy like I never felt. And the cool part was I was 20 minutes away from where my cousins lived. So they came to see me play, and I that's met them great. for the first time. And it was just, oh, it was just like a dream come true, you know. Wow. So I've been going back ever since with different opportunities. And, and this the first song that you heard, Better Way, was released on an, on an Italian label. Oh, really? Um, a small Italian label called Route 61 that's owned by a friend of mine. And he just said, hey, do you want to release this over here? And I was like, yes, absolutely. Yes. He's that's like, we'll book you a tour. And I was like, dude, I'm there. Wow. <laughs> so so how many, this recent one, how many different uh, tour dates did you have? Well, this one was a little bit shorter because I've I've played there a lot now. And so I have kind of my own connections that I've made mm -hmm. through clubs and stuff like this. And I was there actually for another guitar festival called Madam Guitar. So that was kind of my, what I call an anchor date, you know, it was yeah. just kind of the main date. And then I just kind of booked around it, you know, myself. And oh, okay. so I, I had five different, you know, dates while I was there okay. over two weeks. But I kind of needed that because the last two times I've gone over, it's been so busy that it's just kind of like, you know, on a day off, I'm still enjoying the hell out of it, but you're too tired, right. you know? And I just like, last time I went over, I, Crosby was there. Mm-hmm. I sat in with him in uh, Milan and then Rome, and I arrived in Rome. I went to Milan on the train the next morning. And I didn't have any, you know, time to recuperate from the jet lag. Oh yeah. So I played, went to Rome the next day, played, then flew to Germany for four dates, played four dates, flew back, and then had and I was just exhausted. Of course, you know. Yeah, I, for sure. I didn't catch up. So yeah, I noticed on your uh, your recent trip, you were posting quite a quite a few. Uh, 
uh, touristy types of images oh, yeah. and having having a good time and seeing the countryside. And you yeah. got to do that. You got to make time for yourself. You do. And and the other thing that was really special is I'm working on. Uh, I have two luthier friends that I actually met when I was there with Roy. And there's a lot of incredible guitar makers in Italy. Mm. I mean, because that's where it really stemmed from, like Cremona. Yeah. where they made the Stradivarius violins, you know, that's where they're from. Wow. So yeah. a lot of that, you know, spilled into the guitar world, of course, and so that's really where it originated from. So two of these guys that are friends of mine, it's a couple, it's a, it's a man and woman, um, and he's like 32 and she's 27, and they're making some of the most amazing guitars I've ever seen. It's called Guarinieri wow. guitars. And so we're working on a custom model together, which is kind of like my wish list for an acoustic. <laughs> so I went to hang with them up in the mountains at where they live. It's called Biela. Wow, and man, it was just like, oh, it was magic. It that was sounds so cool. super cool. Yeah. yeah. And you're just geeking out on guitars and, you know, they put the body together and it was the first time I'd seen it. It was amazing. So uh, how long, what, like, how did they get into that at such a young age? Um, you know, they, they kind of have two different backgrounds. She's an artist. She's a really great graphic artist. So she's kind of doing, I don't, I actually haven't gotten her background of actually how she got into the guitar making, but she's very into the ancient instruments like lutes and stuff. Wow. So she was really into that. And she enrolled in the Milan School of Luthery, which is just <laughs> something so cool. And then he kind of, he was a guitarist and bassist and he was like, I'd really like to try to do this. And so he went to the school as well. They met, fell in love with each other and now they're making guitars together. It, it, I mean, they have just this crazy teamwork that's amazing because she's doing a lot of the inlay work and, you know, some wow. of the like the design elements yeah, of the yeah. guitar, like all of that is her thing. And she does all sorts of I mean, she can do everything. She does some of the bracing and and they just have a way of piecing it out, you know, so yeah, that yeah. they don't step on each other's feet. It's they, really cool. Their, their skill sets complement each other. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Wow, that's yeah, amazing. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, how come you don't have any harmonicas in your s music? Do you not like harmonicas? <laughs> you I mean, because I like harmonica. You see the shirt I'm wearing today. Oh, Charlie! Yeah, yeah Charlie, Charlie Muscle. Because you know harmonicas are great, and I never hear any of that in your music. You I know, just wonder if you don't like harmonicas or. I do like harmonica actually, really? and I used to play a lot of blues harp. <laughs> Did I, you really? I, yeah, because my dad is an amazing harp player. Oh, he, really? He's really badass. Was your dad in music? Yeah, he's a musician. Okay. He's kind of a well-known songwriter. He wrote. Like the last hit that the Carpenters had, he wrote, and uh, Art Garfunkel recorded one of his songs, and Glenn Campbell Fantastic. had a song called wow. Ragdoll. Um, yeah, he's he's had quite a few. For you youngins out there, jump yeah, on yeah. jump online and look up those names. Those are <laughs> yeah. some of the most iconic in music. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, having a hit song with the Carpenters was a really big deal. But my dad is like, he's an incredible. I mean, he's a guitarist, pianist, singer, songwriter, and he plays, you know, like Dylan style, where you have the harmonica yeah, on your yeah. neck. Except he doesn't play Dylan style where you're like sucking and blowing, you know, just random notes. I mean, he pinpoints notes and he plays like serious blues harp. Wow. So I was doing that. But I just couldn't, I don't know, I just couldn't find a way to like authentically make it sound like it was part of me. I may get back into yeah. it. I love it. No, I'm just giving you shit. I mean, I love it. <laughs> That's cool. I love uh, harmonica. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely not a... Um, something that I would anticipate hearing from your music, although um, that was kind of my curiosity because mm -hmm. you seem to have a lot of, uh, um, you, and I was right, I mean, you're, yeah. you have a, a, a solid background in music, and um, yeah. I usually find that people that appreciate the, um, the art of music 
yeah. invariably gravitate towards the harmonica, the harp somehow, some way. Yeah, that's and, a good uh, point. That's a good point. Like, uh, you know, Stevie Wonder, man. I mean, but the thing is, like, that harmonica, that that um, that's a chromatic harmonica. And that is so cool, man. I love that. I'd love to have someone play on my stuff. But chromatic harp is really difficult yeah. to play. <laughs> I so, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You play uh, harp. I, I do. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. 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 You play um, through an amplifier? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. Okay. No. Um, yeah. But, you know. On, on an interesting note, I played with Blues Traveler a few times. Did like you really? Three times I opened for them. Super cool guys. Yeah. And, man, his setup is so incredible. Because <laughs> he's playing, like, through a Mesa amp. Yeah. And he's got all of his switches on his microphone, so all of his effects and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah. God, he's so good. I hope John to be Popper, that, man. I hope to be that accomplished one day. Yeah, but I work too much. So. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, funny. music is not my main career. But uh, yeah, well. Um, so we are going to uh, we're going to cue up another song. Yeah. Now this is um, a that you have not released this song yet. No. Right? And no. that's got a new uh, EP. Uh, yeah, it's I'm I'm calling it a record because it's it is a short album but it's six songs okay and uh there's basically three acoustic tracks and three band tracks oh you okay know? and even though they're banned i mean this is something that again you know i've recorded myself and stuff yeah uh but it's i'm really proud of this one and this this song is called shadow of a bird and actually i wrote it when i was in rome oh really yeah okay. a couple years ago right on let's uh, let's cue that up all right when I listen to your music. Yeah. Um, I, whenever I have my shows, mm -hmm. people will say, oh, who's playing? And I'm like, well, these are all emerging artists, you know, so you yeah. probably haven't heard of them before. And then the very next question they ask is, um, well, who do they sound like? And I'm like, right. nobody wants to be compared to another musician. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, right. Um, but invariably, they're going to ask me those questions. Of course. What do you hear? When I hear it? Uh, you know, it's hard for me because I've lost my objectivity. You know, sure. and sometimes people point something out to me that I'm like, oh, that's actually a pretty good observation. And other times I'm like, that's a terrible observation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's why I hate I write down some <laughs> things. I'm like, I'm not going to say that. I yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, my I'm really lucky because I, I grew up around my dad, who's a really incredible musician. So the bar is really high in my family and and, um, you know, grew up around like James Taylor, Paul Simon, 
sting, you know. Um, so there's some, there's all of that is in there, you know. Sure. One of my dad's main influences is Ray Charles, and I think that's even influenced in my music too, actually. Like there's songs that are like that. Maybe not this one in particular, but um, I mean, I, I'm really into guitar too. So mm. I have all these guitar influences, and then I have singer-songwriter stuff. Yeah. I, I love all sorts of music, but. Do you ever hear John Mayer? Uh, yeah. 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 But um, but it makes sense because he's he's the a, guitar yeah yeah because he's a really great guitarist yeah. and he's one of the few like really uh, like right now he's one of the few modern guys that's doing something interesting guitar wise and still a singer songwriter at sure. heart you know yeah so, he's crossing over sense. a lot of uh, um, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know boundaries or yeah. what but he's all over the map I mean even yeah. even uh, uh, his shows with the with the dead yeah know? I mean they're they're amazing, it, and he's amazing. He is. I mean, it's really cool that he's embraced doing something new. You know, that's yeah. hard to do. But, I mean, he has a pretty solid foundation, you know. And so, I mean, he's been able to be like, okay, this is who I am, and then try something different. And sure. we have some of the same influences, too. Like, he's influenced by Hendrix and, and Stevie Ray Vaughan, and that's one of my main influences, too. But I gravitate more towards the acoustic stuff now just sure. because there's just something about acoustic that's so cool to me. It's so percussive, and it just fits me, you know. I love electrics, too, but it's just yeah. acoustic no, is, is uh, the bomb. Yeah, I, 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 uh, obviously most of the artists that I meet, you know, if they're um, uh, guitar players, mm -hmm. they definitely lean, uh, lean towards the uh, electric. But I yeah. find that the really... Uh, very capable mm -hmm. and accomplished kind of savants on guitars mm -hmm. um, really enjoy playing acoustic and, and bringing That's, those things to life. And it's, it's pretty special. Really, yeah, it is. It's special to hear that. Thank um, you. Yeah, it really is. I so agree. this song, um, mm -hmm. uh, I, I kind of got from this like a hopeful sort of like yeah. um, an elation. Or were you just high? Yeah. Uh, when no, I was it. not high. I wasn't okay. high. Okay. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, maybe I should. Maybe I should have been. It probably would have been better. Um, no, I. Um, I started it. I was in. Uh, the story of, behind it is really cool because I was in Rome, and you know, I had two days to hang out, and I was staying with friends of mine. And the tr there's this tram that goes straight to the center of Rome called Number Eight. You know, and so I hopped on it's the very tram. Original name. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. But uh, it takes you right to Piazza Venezia. You know, uh, and yeah. it's just literally dead center in Rome. So I found this favorite coffee shop of mine that's called Cafe Doria, which is really cool. But I found a shortcut to get there is through this pathway that goes through Piazza Venezia, which Piazza Venezia is like that's where like Mussolini was giving these big speeches. You know, and there's a lot of history in that building. Yep. So I go through the, this little courtyard and there's this beautiful fountain. And I'm like, wow, there's three people here. It's really quiet. And it's right in the center of Rome. Okay, I'm going to grab my guitar and I'm going to come down here and work on this song that I've been working on. So I I did. I the next day I brought my guitar down. I was working on something different and then it was just like one of those moments. You're a musician. Hmm. It was just like out of thin air this idea came up and I was like, "Wow, that's different. I should write this." And it just r came to me right then and there, you know. So So a bird didn't like land next to you and cast a There's shadow. a lot of birds around there. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of birds. <laughs> Actually, I was I was dating a girl from from Italy and at the at this same time yeah and uh, we were together for two years and and I went to her apartment I was trying to figure out the chorus and I looked up and there was a shadow of a bird I was like oh that's it that's the song right there so very cool it just came together like really really you know in a, a beautiful way but 
basically, yeah, it's a hopeful song, and it's about, you know, we're, actually, this is a really interesting idea, but because of technology, people aren't really allowed to make mistakes anymore, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like, if you want to go play live, and if I play in front of an audience, it's like, I used to be able to try some things without the fear of, like, okay, yes, maybe I made a mistake, but you're, it's in an effort to push myself forward and learn something, sure. you know? Nowadays, everything's filmed. So no one wants to do that. They can't really put themselves out there. And I feel like, you know, those are the best learning tools. I mean, we all have to make these huge mistakes to, to learn anything. That yep. is the teacher. That's the only teacher. So that's kind of what that song's about, you know. It's interesting. It, it, it's funny because, ironically, mm -hmm. I think fans, when they see um, a hiccup live, yeah, I think it's more endearing. I think so. I, I think so, too. Now, I, I would agree with that, you know. But um, it depends on what type of music you're playing, too. Like, you know, sure, if you're yeah. playing jazz and you have, like, a, some sort of thing, you know, then you have all the, the cork sniffers online going, meh, that wasn't right, you know, or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the cork sniffers. <laughs> have you ever heard that term before? I have not heard that term before. <laughs> where, it's, where's that it's, from? <laughs> it's, you have to look, we have to look up the, de the actual definition. It's really funny. It's just kind of like these people that are just sort of, hoity-toity experts, have nothing you know? better to oh, do with their lives than criticize others. Yes, yeah. kind of, basically. Gee, I yeah. didn't know we had people like that. Yeah, that surprising, huh? Yeah, very surprising. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to play something live for us today. Yes, I am. On your guitar. Yes. Your What is it again? This is a McAllister. McAllister, yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit about this song. Well, um, this song, I decided to play this one because I'm just assuming that your listeners probably have no idea who I am. <laughs> and so this is kind of actually like one of my oldest songs. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, it just it it's something that really connects with people. It's a song called Fiona, and it's a love song, you know. But I think you'll understand why it connects, and it's got some really cool guitar stuff in here. So. Well, that's uh, actually okay that the listeners don't know who you are because yeah. that's exactly why I'm doing this podcast. Yes, it's, and uh, thank you for doing that. Yeah, I mean, there's so much amazing music out there uh, oh, that yeah. I get to enjoy. I know. Um, because of, you know, what I'm doing. But um, yeah, I uh, uh, it's it's funny. I talk to people all the time and, and I share music with them and they're like, where did you find that person? You That's know, where so did cool. you where do you find all of your music? And I'm like, man, it's yeah. you can't get out of the way of it here in L.A. Yeah. But um, yeah. I'm I'm happy to introduce uh, you to uh, our listeners. Yeah. Well, and, thank uh, you. Uh, Victor, you're going to slide that yeah. mic in and uh, set us up for this. The cool um, part is. You have your ears open, and when people have their ears open, good stuff happens. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. A big yeah. shout-out real quick to uh, our friends here at Nightbird Recording Studios, Victor yeah. and Chris. Yeah, thank you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you again. All right. If this doesn't sound good, though, it's their fault. Yes, exactly. <laughs> With mics like this, you cannot mess up. Mm. Wow. Nice. Okay, so this is called Fiona. Goes like this. Cross the ocean by the sea. Unsurpassed beauty named Fiona Lee have 
flows like water and the rise of ocean blue never dreamt of the day when she'd break my heart in two now I dance across the water cause she brightens up my day I have nothing left to offer All my time slips away I'll treat you just like a queen Fiona, open your eyes Cause they've never seen First time I saw her danced across the stage and right into my heart I said I won't let her get away such a rare beauty when we dance we are so free fell in love with Fiona she fell in love with me Now I dance across the water Just to hear a voice I have nothing left to offer But I'll always have the choice I'll treat you just like a queen Fiona, open your eyes Cause they've never want to take you with me when I'm leaving for now Please say you'll go with me I don't want to leave Tried to fight it From the dark she waved goodbye And as my ship set sail I felt my soul begin to die Thought I'd never see you again Until the day she came to me She said I love you so much Sailed across the sea She said I've never loved another And my heart began to rejoice Then I remembered what I told her She began to do my voice I'll treat you just like a queen 
your eyes Cause they've never seen Wow. There's some there fret go. dancing going on there. Yeah. Holy cow. That's fun. That's fun to play. That um that is absolutely <laughs> beautiful song. Thank you, man. I was going to say something rude about it like, you know, some reference <laughs> to Shrek, but now I'm not right. going to. Yes, well. <laughs> no, it was I would like really it to be in Shrek cuz <laughs> that should would be, be a good thing. Yeah. We should we should we should talk to them and have yeah. them remake. Uh, no, that was really, really an absolutely beautiful song. Oh, thank song. you, thank you very much. Um, yeah, holy cow! It's one of my older ones, and it's it's just still one of my kind of my my hit, you know, among people that know my stuff. Sure. They're just like Fiona, you know. So yeah. it's cool. Beautiful, it's, beautiful. Thank you song. very much, wow. man. Thank you. Uh, inspired by a girlfriend? Yeah, I was dating a girl a long time ago. I mean, I wrote that when I was like nineteen, which is kind of weird, but um, it was just <laughs> it was a inspired by you know real emotion but not necessarily a real story you know but it's sure. just something that i came up with in my mind you know so what what now talk to me a little bit about inspiration on your songs like where do they oh, come man. from or do they just well you know right now i'm inspired by what's going on in the world you know and my new album is kind of thematically it's not like a an in-your-face type of uh, you know social criticism let's say you know okay. but but the ideas are there because I just think that we're living in an amazing time and also a really difficult time you know mm -hmm. we have all of this technology is really cool because it it's literally erasing boundaries between people and so my album is actually called invisible lines and it's because you know even with the recording process I have it was an international album like I had people I had a cellist in Rome a violinist in London percussionist from portugal you know wow. and it's like all of these cool things that could have never happened before because they can send me tracks oh I yeah i mean this is so cool you that know that's pretty cool yeah. and i kind of feel like you know governmentally is as far as the the old world you know the government could say okay well we're gonna go bomb these people in this country and and at the time you'd be like okay that makes sense because you knew nothing about them you right know? yeah but now that's becoming impossible it, it def Be definitely because is, it's yeah. like well yeah i know people in korea i know people in china i we have connections and we're connected with people so i think it's a fascinating time and so there's a lot of you know reference to this invisible lines the song because there's the song as well but that was inspired by standing rock what was happening there oh yeah that was a big deal yeah and it was kind of a uh a smaller version of what's going on on a larger scale you know you've got the native american tribe that's there sticking up for what's right and for their land and then you've got you know a huge corporation just bulldozing through these people you know yeah and it's it's really it's really sickening it's really sad 
And so that inspired that. But it's not it's not preachy. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just saying. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I know these are heavy topics. Sure. Yeah. But these are and then love, you know, love and and all these beautiful things in the world too. art. I mean, that's why I love Italy. Every time mm. I go there, it's just it's just such a soul filling experience. I mean, I get to look around and see these pieces of art that were created with passion, you know, yeah. and, and that's one thing that that I'm really proud of with my music is that I feel like the passion transcends the, the songs, you know. Music, sometimes that's hard. Music do. definitely uh, bridges the gap between yeah. all kinds of social and religious yes. and, you know, otherwise situations. I remember watching Absolutely. a, a um, documentary ab about, uh, I'm not going to name them because mm -hmm. I don't want to get into that, but yeah. um, but two different peoples mm -hmm. and, um, mm -hmm. and uh, this uh, uh, couple of individuals mm -hmm. sat by the fence that, you know, separated the two countries yes. and played music. Yeah. And other people from the other side of the fence came over and started playing music. Yeah. And then they started writing music together and, and yeah. it was a it's a beautiful thing. That and is. these are two two yeah. populations that uh yeah. you know don't don't particularly get along. So I love um, that. I love that. Yeah. And music is the international language, you know. Yeah. I mean and and I can speak to the fact that I've gone, I mean, this this cellist, for example, that I play with in Rome, she's like one of the best musicians I've ever played with. Incredible cellist, incredible pianist, too. Also a vocalist, and she's classically trained, and she reads really well, but she also can improvise. And we, I, I'm working on my Italian, and I can get <laughs> ideas across, but I'm pretty slow. Yeah. And she's the same with her English. Oh. So we hardly <laughs> understand each other. Yeah. And we, but we speak this exact same language musically, and it's so cool, man. Because it's like on yeah. stage, we just look, it's just a look, and it's like, oh my God, this is amazing, you know? Yeah. So mm. it's powerful. Very cool. Music's powerful. Tell me real quick, you have yes. any uh, upcoming gigs out here? Possibility that I may be touring a little bit with Tim Reynolds again. Oh, super. So I, I, I'm working tickets. on that right now. I will. <laughs> and that's going to be local. But I, I'm going to put this out there right now. I really want to play here. So I'd like to do something right. at the Marquee soon okay. if we can. I can arrange that. And maybe we can do something <laughs> regarding my album release too. So uh, Let's, let's definitely that. work on okay. that. We'll talk after the show. I think that'd show. be really yeah, cool. For sure. uh, so yes, date's coming up. Um, the other thing that I just should mention, yeah. because we haven't talked about it yet, but... I did the score for my brother's film. Oh, for this really? David Crosby documentary. It's ah. called David Crosby, Remember My Name. Yeah. And uh, there's a good chance that it might get an Oscar nomination, and it just got a bunch of no uh, Critics' Choice Award. It's it's on a, a lot of the Critics' Choice Awards yeah. things, so I'm s sending a shout-out to my brother, AJ, because he directed it. Cameron Crowe produced it. It's Very a big cool. deal. So I'm excited about well, that. Congratulations, AJ. Thank you. And yeah. Congratulations, you. Yeah, AJ. Congrats, and thank you. Appreciate it. it that is cool. outstanding. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, Marcus Eaton, thank you again for coming into the studio today and sitting down with us and sharing your music, and um, looking forward to uh, more coming from you. Thank you so much, man. It's been wonderful. Thanks for having me. And of course. Thanks to all you guys and engineers, too. Thank you, guys. And that's a wrap on this episode of Under the Marquee. To hear more great music from other independent artists, visit us at live at sunsetmarquee.com, where you can also RSVP for one of our upcoming shows. I'm your host, Christopher Cope, and remember, the best music in the world is seldom heard between 88 and 108.